Live from the WLIWFM studio in Southampton, New York, on March 7th, 2023, I'm Gianna Volpe. The adjustments made by the Long Island Railroad to its schedule following last week's chaotic launch of full service to Grand Central Madison did little to ease the crowding and chaos of the rush hours, some LIRR commuters said yesterday. But the railroad's interim president, Catherine Rinaldi, said the adjustments, which include additional cars on the busiest trains and more frequent shuttles on the Brooklyn line, made for much improved conditions for riders Monday and that things will continue to get better. Alfonso A. Castillo reports on Newsday.com that the start of the second week of the railroad's new service plan looked much like the first week, which with Scores of commuters complaining on social media about delays and heavy crowding at stations, including Jamaica and Penn Station, and on trains. The problems came last week as the railroad drastically overhauled its operation, including by shortening rush hour trains by several cars to accommodate service to Grand Central Madison. The new Manhattan terminal is the product of the Metropolitan Transportation Authority's 11.1% billion-dollar East Side Access mega project. Rinaldi, who visited Jamaica Station during the morning rush hour, said she noticed less crowding and better passenger flow. The number of customers using Grand Central Madison is growing. The LIRR reported last week that about 29 percent of Manhattan customers were using the station. During last evening's rush hours, it was 38 percent. Nolan Hicks and Kevin Sheehan report in the New York Post that the slew of tweaks rolled out seeking to allay last week's commuter rage over crushing crowds on LIRR trains and blown connections due to route changes in conjunction with the full-service opening of Grand Central Madison are likely inefficient, according to at least one MTA board member, and officials will have to give the schedule a more thorough re-examination, which could take weeks Monday's changes, quote, helped, but it's like putting a tourniquet on a serious injury. That's Jerry Bringman, the MTA board's Long Island Railroad riders representative, adding, I think they got to go back to the drawing board. They got to really sit down and analyze the data and the rolling stock and figure out what they can do. But what they've got in place, it's not going to work, end quote. Peaking up island, the Bianchi Weiss Farm, the Orchard Road site in East Patchogue, will become a place of respite and uh, renewal, officials said. Respite, excuse me. After Brookhaven nonprofit Post Morrow Foundation last month completed its purchase of the 14-acre site, Carl McGowan reports on Newsday.com that Post Morrow Vice President Tom Williams said the group plans to turn the farm into a nature preserve and create public hiking trails. The land is covered with non-native plants such as mugwort, but also native bluestem and switchgrass. Postmorrow purchased the land for $10,000 on February 17 from the nonprofit Suffolk County Land Bank. The county had seized the property from its previous owner, Henron uh, Development Corp. of Ronkonkoma, for failure to pay $473,089 in back taxes and fines since 2016. County legislator Dominic Thorne, the Republican from Patchogue, told Newsday selling the property relieves the county of having to reimburse school districts, towns, and other jurisdictions for lost tax revenue. Quote, not only is this going to be a beautiful property, but it's going to save the taxpayers $22,000 a year in taxes. 
Uh, the farm's various prior owners left the land polluted by pesticides such as chlordane, a potentially lethal toxin that can cause liver and kidney damage, state officials have said. The DEC in 2019 completed a $7 million cleanup that included removing thousands of pounds of contaminated soil from the site. The DEC installed a sump pump filtration system on a nearby property, and the farm no longer poses a threat, a spokesperson said. State officials are seeking to recoup $7 million from previous owners to pay for the cleanup. And finally, in Patchogue's sister city, Riverhead High School revived its mock trial team this year, giving students a competitive outlet to build important skills like public speaking and reasoning and explore a career in law. Alec Lewis reporting on at RiverheadLocal.com that mock trials are school-related competitions that allow students to try a mock case. Each team acts on the opposing side of a court battle as attorneys, witnesses, and timekeepers. Attorneys prepare opening and closing statements and perform cross-examinations and direct examinations on witnesses in an attempt to win the case. An attorney acts as a judge presiding in the courtroom and decides a victor at the end of the trial. Riverhead attorney Lane Bubka, who is also an advisor to the Riverhead Town Youth Court, revived the team this year. Students learn the basics of law and the hierarchy of the courts and then move into learning how to develop fact patterns. But the skills learned participating in a mock trial go beyond just developing the legal minds of the next generation. Bubka said, quote, the way I pitched it was, yes, you're going to learn about law how to argue a legal case, but really what you're doing is learning how to publicly speak, how to critically analyze a problem, how to persuasively try to negotiate or persuade somebody else to see your side of the story and maybe convince them that your position may be the more accurate one. Lorena Correa, a sophomore and captain of the team, said, quote, mock trial has helped me progress in my public speaking and progressed in me as a person learning more about life and the law. Bubka said the team is made up of 12 students, most of them members of the school's uh, ROTC, Navy Junior Reserve Officers Training Corps. Bubka was a member of the mock trial team when he was a student at Riverhead High School. Uh, reading the weather here in Southampton in honor of Sean and Dylan Carroll of Lisa Lena Pasta joining us for a very special Two Tasty Tuesday edition of the Heart Agatha Snow of Mattituck Mushroom joining us at the bottom of the next hour. Uh, we do have a gone edition of the Heart this Tuesday honoring the loss of Leonard Skinner's guitarist Gary Rossington planned around Tuesday's gone. Looking at the weather this Tuesday morning, a slight chance of rain and snow before 10. Man, I'd be surprised to see it. It looks like clear skies. Mostly sunny, otherwise with a high near 41 degrees breezy with a northwest wind 6 to uh, 16, excuse me, to 23 miles per hour tonight partly cloudy with a low around 29 degrees wind chill values even lower between 15 and 25 blustery with a northwest wind 18 to 23 miles per hour right now it's 42 degrees looking at that playlist we've got Tuesday is gone a bit further down Fiona Apple, L. King, and Early James, uh, followed by Curly Weaver, uh, before Leonard Skinner. But first, a personal favorite of mine, Too Gone Too Long by Randy Travis on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. You can find us on the 88.3 section of your FM dial throughout eastern Long Island and coastal Connecticut, 
96.9, a bit up island in central and western Suffolk County and uh, corresponding sections of coastal Connecticut, but streaming online to just about wherever you could be at WLIW.org slash radio. Stay tuned. You've been too gone for too long. It's too late to come back now. It's been so long since you walked out my door. Now you're just an old song nobody sings anymore. I got a new love and she's a true love. But darling, how could you have known? You've been too gone for too long Now it's too late to come back home You came a long way Going the wrong way Don't even set your suitcase down want it to roam now you're paying the bills you're an old rolling stone who rolled over the hill i had a good cry when you said goodbye i didn't want to let you go but you've been too gone for too long now it's too late to come back home I had a good cry when you said goodbye I didn't want to let you go But you've been too gone for too long So why don't you just stay gone Now you've been too gone for too long Now it's too late to come back
Good thing gone. It's the gone edition of The Heart here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station planned around Leonard Skinner's Tuesdays Gone in honor of the loss of Gary Rossington. Uh, a great thing just walked into the WLIWFM studio. Two people, in fact, and actually two uh, mouthwatering bags of local organic pasta. We have 
Dylan and Sean Carroll. Are you both from here, from Southampton? Um, it, uh, tell in us a roundabout way. So tell um, tell us the story. Yeah, so we actually we grew up in Westchester, but okay. um, you know, kind of spent summers out here working mostly in in food and bev. So okay, kind of teed up this project a long time ago. Where did but, you guys work? We actually both started working at Southampton Peconic Beach Club oh. over on Peconic Bay. Yes. Yeah, which was which was the best. Yeah, it that really, sounds like the best. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, don't know if you ever been, but like tiny little beach club over there. Greatest like, is people. Is it by Cupsog? Where is it? It's um so it's it's if you're if you're on the ship beach and you you backtrack oh, east oh, a little okay, bit, it's okay. like yeah. I know that that, that like um okay, so it's Mashut. They have that whole situation yeah yeah it's so, like a yeah. restaurant east of Michoud, and... but east of michette is where where this is but oh. right by like yeah but there is so this is separate from what i'm talking about right you know what i'm talking about where it's right on the beach yes yeah yeah, yeah. okay this so is different a, space yeah different space like by the lobster in got um, it okay and then yeah, I mean I uh I spent a couple years working for Carissa's breads, if you know Love Carissa. Carissa's breads. Yeah, so pretty early on, uh I was lucky to meet her and learn a little bit about baking and local wheat, which is obviously super important to what Dylan and I do out here with our pasta. And I'm trying to remember no. I'm I'm thinking of something different. Somebody was talking about uh the price of growing hay, why there's not a lot of hay because hay is like really uh, I don't know, uh, mm. work intensive. For sure. So, so so this is different. We're talking wheat. I'm just so impressed that we have <laughs> a local organic pasta uh, with local wheats. And uh, Dylan, Dylan, tell us everything. Uh, sure. So, yeah, we're, we're very, very fortunate to have uh, a few farms out here now growing, growing wheat, growing I'm grain. I'm imagining Amber Waves among Amber them. Amber Waves, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Amber no- Waves, we've known uh, Katie and Amanda and the whole team out there for a number of years now. They're, they're wonderful. Uh, they I grow, mean, top-notch. Yeah, they grow the best stuff, um, including wheat. And that's kind of like how they started the farm is their idea was to start a quote-unquote pizza farm. Um, and they were, yeah, they were the first to grow wheat out here. I know for at least a very long time, they were the only one for, for a minute. And now Balsam Farms as well is growing Another a ton of great grain. top-notch farm. Yeah, so... I mean, we have a lot of them out here. For sure, for sure. We're very lucky. Um, and both of them grow really delicious varieties of grain. So um, basically, the, the, the beautiful thing is grain is a great thing to grow for soil health and just even for, like, Local food systems, not just for more food in the system. Happy but... to know that. So something that uh, you could consider growing when you leave a field fa- fallow or if you don't leave it fallow, if you want to uh, uh, you know, produce over on a different field, you can plant. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, and and, and wheat is particularly a couple of the varieties they grow over winter. Um, so it's great for maintaining soil structure, for keeping something in the ground, and for, you know, that nutrient transfer between the crops and, and getting the fields ready for when more like summer cash crops go in there. So I love this. Yeah. So this is something that is um, sustainable, obviously good. For symbi- it's, it's interesting that you have like a symbiotic mm. uh, relationship with the earth mm. that your the product that you need is one that's also good for the ground. Totally, totally. And, and the thing that both Amber Waves and Balsam do so well is, is they approach farming from that regenerative kind of mindset. So everything that they grow is in really nutrient-dense soil, which translates to flavor. So we get the best tasting grain, and it makes our job very, very easy. So 
So it's yeah. it's also Women's uh, History Month, and I was asking um, Mama Lee and Rose Lawler and Rose Lawler Karen uh, about uh, Rose's grandmother. And so I've got to ask about uh, Nona <laughs> Mariolina and Nona Giuseppe from Lucino and Sicily. Uh, yeah. Respectively. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's another sort of key starting point for this project Dylan and I have been working on for a few years now. Um, yeah, Nona's still still involved. She's she's yes, constantly giving feedback. To hear this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> she'll she'll taste one of our new, you know new sauces or or pastas, and and she definitely has feedback usually. So mm-hmm. yeah, let's let's get really stereotypical about it. Italian women live forever. Oh, absolutely. And they and they are very uh, they're with it. Absolutely. Oh yeah, more uh, you know if you're and not everybody, but. More often than not, for yeah. sure, for sure, definitely. Some of I think Dylan and I's earliest food memories, childhood memories, are are making pasta with no 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 no, and in Sicily, and you know, stop it. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. You got to go over. Mm. Oh yeah, definitely. Beautiful. Yeah. Tell tell Dylan, you have a memory that you can share with oh, us. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, we actually have we've got some great photos from one trip that we did there. Um. When we were still pretty young, I, I want to say it was 99 or maybe maybe 2000 we were there, but our grandfather was from Augusta, which is on the east coast of Sicily. Okay. Um, really like agrarian in history, so a lot of just like great food that's grown there. Uh, close friends of theirs had this beautiful farmhouse that we stayed in, and it was like one of those really idyllic situations. Wow. But the whole time we were there, like everything that we ate was being produced by Nella and our nonna Mariolina and everyone just like all hands on on deck. Um, I love it in the kitchen. It was it was pretty special. So yeah, that was, that's one of those foundational memories for sure. I got to make the radiatory last night. I'd never heard of radiatory before mm. or seen it. It's the coolest yeah. pasta. <laughs> Great shape. Looks exactly what you'd imagine uh-huh. it to look like. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I didn't know that I was not salting my pasta enough. Mm. Gotta salt the water. What does it say? It's salted like like the sea, like so the it sea. tastes like the sea. Mm-hmm. Definitely yes. a little bit up to like personal preference yes. on that, but uh, but it yeah, there be should be. It but I liked be it. Salinity there, yeah. I liked it because we're I could salt taste people it. too. I could so. taste it in the in the pasta, and I was like, oh, I like mm-hmm. this. And I used my mom's sauce, of course. I defrosted it. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's great. Um, and also, I always thought because al dente. Is to the tooth mm-hmm. um, that it meant that that al dente didn't mean exactly what most people think it means that it's oh it's to your tooth mm. so the way I like it is different but no it it, it really did dis- the way that you describe it made me realize that oh the way that al dente is classically described being like a little a little tough with a little with bit a of little, resistance with a little there, give yeah. you got to have it and and. And then when it has a note at the bottom, please don't overcook your pasta. <laughs> I was like, I love this. I'm getting slightly, what is the uh, soap, Dr. Bronner's mm. magic uh-huh. soap? I'm getting like very slight Dr. Bronner's vibes where there's like just a, just a lot uh, to say. And it's just like an interactive experience. Yeah, for sure. I had such a good time making pasta last night. Love to hear that. Because there was a lot to read. And can you talk a little bit about the marketing, about putting the, these this packaging 
together because I think it's fantastic. For sure, for sure. Yeah, thank you. Um, actually, our our very close friend, um, lifelong friend, Joe from Mike is is like my oldest best friend. He's a designer, so he helped us um, from a, a Westchester. Yes, yeah, okay. yeah, and he helped us cool. a lot with um, just like the initial branding of everything and kind of getting our brand identity to get together, but also like the packaging, how to lay things out. To your point about Dr. Bronner's, yes. when I first sent him the, <laughs> like the first cut, it looked like a Dr. Bronner's <laughs> sofa. It was like so much was information, like, and on he was there. like, "Pare it down." Exactly. Pare so. it down until until. Yeah, yeah. So much, much love to Joe for Micah. He <laughs> saved us. Otherwise, it would have been, yeah, like a, a novel on there. Okay. But. <laughs> <laughs> Which I would have still appreciated. But, but uh, what, what were uh, Nona's uh, notes uh, as far as? Oh, so the yeah. To, to Sean's point, like she'll um, when she's up here. She lives in Florida currently. Okay. Um, but when she's up here, she will be in the kitchen with us, and we will be cooking something or recipe testing something. We'll be like, "Oh, that's good. That's good." And she'll come over with the spoon and taste it. She'll be like, "Too much garlic. Wow. Or like, need some more salt. Yeah, or, tiny bit of black pepper." Oh. And she just got like a very, very refined, oh, yeah. experienced palate. That's so the she person saves you us need. a lot. <laughs> that's the person you need who knows like right away. Right. She's consultant number one for us. I love this. So how long has Lisa Lena been been out there? Where can folks find it? So we started um, in May of 2020. So okay. this was also, uh, I know we were before Pandemic we got on project, here, yeah, talked about yeah. the studio, the beautiful yes. studio we're in here. Um, so this was, yeah, this was a pandemic project. Um, I had been working in a restaurant, Sean is a musician principally. Um, and so both, t- I mean. Mm. Uh, yeah, both those industries just stopped. Right. So this was something that had kind of been on the back burner and an idea for a very long time because um, Sean obviously had the opportunity to work with Amber Waves Beautiful Grains when he was working for Carissa right. um, and being just pasta obsessive. So we always thought that this would be a really fun project and a beautiful thing to have here. So cool. And that was kind of the the inception of it. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of where to find us, um, if uh, our website is lisalinapasta.com, we've got all of our stockists on there, but most of the specialty shops across the East End, and then we do um, we do all of the farmers markets when those are in season. There's as well. what's the what's the specialty shop I'm thinking of right in here in Southampton Village that just opened? Is it something like the Hen? Hen of the Woods. Hen yeah. of the Woods. Yes. Yeah, they, which, is um, a, which is a mushroom. Stay tuned for Matatuck mushroom at the bottom of the next hour. Oh, Go yeah, ahead. Cool. They, yes. they also Hen of the Woods has beautiful mushrooms in there. That's, oh, yeah, yes. They're, Wait, they're I a wonderful shop. Yeah, wonderful shop. This. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was I, I thought, what a beautiful pairing this morning. Uh, first of all, having two Tasty Tuesday segments, which, by the way, I did not share the fact that this special uh, Tasty Tuesday segment is underwritten by Peconic Landing. Um, but I was like, oh, what a nice pairing. We love mushrooms with our pasta. So Lisa Lena pasta, sort of uh, like the realization of what of things I've, I've really been waiting for one of the which just 10 years ago was i couldn't wait for for a beer Mm -hmm. that was produced entirely Mm -hmm. uh from 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 hops and 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 whatnot uh grown here on the east end i think peconic brewing or no the other one north fork one of the breweries does exactly that and it's Mm -hmm. something i had been waiting i think greenport harbor to do i'm sure everyone's kind of done it but Pasta or get and, and then organically grown. Yeah. 
as well, which is a tough feat. Yeah, we're 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 super lucky to to be based out here. I mean, the the farming community here is definitely not something that we take for granted. Yeah. Um, and it's you know being at the farmers markets for the last few years has just been, it's just so cool to meet you know all the people who are responsible for the the food culture that we we're, we have out here. It's a beautiful thing, and it really shined through the pandemic mm-hmm. when the uh, you know when everything started to break down and we were uh, not getting the amount of uh, groceries coming in to the area. Um, it didn't really matter. Well, it mattered, but it didn't matter as much because we have just this abundance of homegrown goods that kept folks fed. The you know the um, the CSAs really got to shine through that time. All right. So so looking forward, um, what did I want to ask about Lisa Lena? I don't know. What would you like to say? What haven't we talked about that you want to make sure that folks know? Um, oh, man. Um, well, I'll, I'll piggyback on what you were just saying, because I think that is that is really like the point of why we started this. And and what is so beautiful about the East End is like the, the local food system here is is really strong. Oh, yeah. And it's it's a beautiful model for, I think, where the country can go. And in a lot of parts of the country that were struggling when the food system was was super stressed during that time period. This was one that there was definite stress and there was definite, um, there, there were cer- certainly problems, but really strong community of local farms, of people who are bought into that. Um, and the fact that it was, uh, you know, kind of resistant to that in a way is is pretty beautiful. So where it's going is, is um, where are you making the pasta? That was my question. Great question. Yeah. So <laughs> we we work out of the East End Food Institute, which okay, is right over the college here. Okay, I was here. going yeah. to say I have a feeling. Yeah, and they do a wonderful job of supporting and incubating small food businesses yes, and they kind do. of being that connector. Yes. Um. So they're they're wonderful, and Kate and Bob and Jay and the whole team over there is great. Um. And they. Um, Chef Jay, I've been trying to get him in here. Oh, you got to I know. Yeah, I, I wish love Jay him. was here right he's now. He's such a good egg. He's the best. <laughs> he yeah. really is. We'll, we'll talk. We got to go over to the kitchen later today. Yeah. We'll, we'll, so, we'll, we'll Jay tell him to Lippin? swing by. Yeah, Jay Lippin. See, it's all right here. All right. So, Dylan and Sean Carroll. Sean will definitely be back sooner rather than later because you also are a musician. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm, I'm based in uh, Brooklyn, but have, okay. have had the opportunity to that. play out here a bit. I think. Uh, you know, Steve and Talkhouse at some point this summer. Oh, and, you yes. Know, I'll definitely put mm-hmm. the word out. You got, and you got to bring some of the, you know, the Brooklynites out here. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, it's such a great totally. place, the Talkhouse. Yeah. It, I don't know if you know, uh, my favorite band from back in the day was the World Inferno Friendship Society, mm-hmm. which was a very strong Brooklyn band. Uh, Cabaret Punk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it was like a, a lot of uh, punks after a certain age. They were like, I'm not done yeah. with this. I, you know, it's a little different. And it was it was all uh, crusty kids from Alphabet City. <laughs> and we would all get dressed up in, like, suits and dresses. Oh, that's so fun. It was kind of a cult. Yeah, yeah. But a good one. That's great. Well, uh, I, hope, I hope you'll dress. I don't know if they're they, what they're doing. I, I was hoping maybe you might know what's going on. But what? tell me. I, I haven't been to Brooklyn in a hot minute. Oh, 
what's going on uh, in the music scene oh, over there. Oh, man, so much. Uh, yeah, come come through. I mean, <laughs> there's so much good music uh, yes, happening always, in Brooklyn, as always. Always, yes. Um, yeah, you know. So tell us about your, your band and about your what's going on. So, yeah, I mean, I've been playing around New York and, and uh, a little bit down in Nashville. Nice. Uh, and in between for the last, you know, eight years or so. Uh, yeah, Nashville's we, changing a lot. Yes. And the last... Yeah. <laughs> Three four years, uh, just like exponent, uh, yeah, entirely new city. It's quite a scene down there. Is it still um, the city of the crane? The crane, because oh, um, it's just all the cranes everywhere. Yeah, they're still <laughs> they're still building it forever. Wow. Um, forever. But yeah, you know, right now we're uh, I'm working on a new album. So been oh, in the yeah. studio for the last month or so. As um, you, do you have a do you have a as band? myself? Yeah, nice. as Sean, Sean Carroll. Carroll. That's right. Like like as in like Lewis, like the writer. Um, mm-hmm. Tentatively, April nineteenth, uh, I think, at, Bro- okay. at Brooklyn Bowl. If anyone's okay, in Brooklyn, okay, cool. <laughs> and, we love uh, Brooklyn yeah. Bowl. All right, so we'll have you back next month. That'll be Dylan, great. we'll see you. You guys are, are always welcome back in the studio. And a big shout out to the entire family. I know that their old Subaru is locked in to WFM. That's a great, we'll, we'll leave you on that, but we've got a Subaru that's falling apart, and the only radio station that it gets is 88.3. <laughs> I'm Gianna Volpe. That was Dylan and Sean Carroll. This was the Tasty Tuesday segment with Lisa Lena Pasta, underwritten by Peconic Landing. Uh, this is Early James, and you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome, and you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Stay tuned. Out of the mouth 
of a modern day town cry. Your name's ringing out like holiday gunfire. Saw your face on a Wednesday night show flyer. Turned your back on a second hand empire. You'll be cold as a ghost, all the songs that you used to sing. From Early James to Curly Weaver, Leonard Skinner on deck, followed by either Jamie Lillian Wilson or Gary Clark Jr., we'll say. Music from all decades and genres, interviews with folks from all walks of life, all morning and midnight long, all because of you, listener supporter of WLIWFM. And I soon be gone myself. My baby gone. And I'll soon be gone myself That's the reason why I ain't got nobody else If the good gal quit you And you ain't done nothing wrong If the good gal quit you and you ain't done nothing wrong Don't take it so hard Cause your life won't last you long I'm gonna act like a ram now Ain't gonna never stay at home Act like a ram now Ain't gonna never stay at home Won't catch me a freight train I'm going back to Baltimore My baby gone And I'm almost in my grave My baby gone And I'm almost in my grave Gonna leave Georgia Cause I'm tired of being your women's slave
Rest in licks, Gary Rossington. Leading you into the NPR news break with Gary Clark Jr. I'm Gianna Volpe. And you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. And you're listening to The Heart Morning and Midnight Show. Recorded live in the heart of the East End, the WLIWFM studio in Southampton, New York. And you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. Stay with us. <laughs> 